Good Thursday. Yeah, good Thursday. So we were supposed to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> so far, we've done Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to happen. We are Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. And because we haven't had... Uh, wow. Because we haven't had... <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because it we haven't up, had that. It snuck up on me. Um, what, are, what are we doing since we haven't had... <laughs> Since we haven't had very much <laughs> sound bros business, um, I had to go get a real job, and so now I don't have any time to do this, which is crappy. It's scrappy. 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 Anyway, um, so yeah, here we are on Tuesday, the show. It's not Tuesday, it's Thursday. On Thursday, the show. <laughs> Gosh. And the name of today's show is Thursday. It's not Tuesday. <laughs> yes, that. We'll just uh, go with that. Anyway, um, thanks for joining us. We're here in the Quad City areas. Did you did you actually upload? W-W-W- I mean, did you make it available? I, I uploaded it. I did. You uploaded it. I passed out. Yeah, I know. I remember. Uh, you, you remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I had to yell at you like five times for you to finally tell me how to upload it. And I told you? You, I finally got it out of you. I was asleep. I know, I know you were. asleep. I, I was out. Out. It was no, really like, annoying. Like I don't remember you leaving no, the house. No, I know, Luke. I don't remember. I woke up. I woke up at three thirty. Okay, in I the morning, you. my feet were freezing cold. My legs were freezing cold <laughs> because I keep my house at sixty five <laughs> degrees, and I was sitting on the chair. My legs were my leg from my knees down were just icicles. Right. Um, nice. And I I got up and I turned off the computer, and and looked over at the door to this room and the door was closed, and I was like, oh, where's Nick? And I stumbled around the house for about five minutes looking for you. Nice. <laughs> then realized you weren't here, crawled into bed, and fell asleep, only to wake up an hour later in a panic because I forgot to set my alarm for work. So then at 4 o'clock or 4.30, I set my alarm for work. Nice. And fell back asleep. Solid. Yeah. It was a fun night. You don't and know. then the you next don't... morning, before as I was getting ready to walk out the door, I was like, oh, shoot, I've got to upload to the internet so that I can put it up for, and I turned the computer on, and I went to the website, and it was already uploaded. And it was like, oh, yeah. gosh, Nick uploaded it. He must have asked me how to upload it. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Oops. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, apparently, even when I'm asleep, I know what to do. No, you don't. <laughs> you got it out of me. After about 10 tries. You still got it out of me. 
So I do know what to do. It just takes a bit. <laughs> this is kind of how the conversation went. Luke, I need to know how to upload this. I know that's what I'm doing. Tell me how to upload it. Okay, you just you go on the website. You gotta go to gotta go to Podbean. I know I'm on Podbean. Okay. Once you're on Podbean, you go over to the basket. What basket, Luke? No, you gotta go into Podbean. It's the website that we upload on. Okay, I get it. What the heck are we doing? The basket? What basket? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what basket. There's you... no basket. There's no basket. I'm like, Luke, there's no basket. I'm over here getting frustrated, and I'm like, you know what? He's asleep. I really can't get mad at him for this. He's just, he's gone. I don't remember I'm I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for you to be like, you just got to turn off the computer and turn it back, turn it back on, back on and then it'll work. <laughs> Have you, try, have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? Uh, so I've been working 10 to 12-hour days every day, and, they're, and they are um, kind of mentally grueling, um, mixed with a little bit of physically, just a lot of standing and, right. uh, and reach, reach work. You know where you're like fully extended, mm-hmm. and so for the the first day on Monday, I spent about which is extra extended for people like Luke, for people like me, yeah. So normally you'd be reaching just slightly above your head, um, and you can do that with your arms bent. No, I'm at full extension on two step know, ladders. on two step ladders. You know, and so a forklift. Monday on I was, two forklifts. I spent about ten hours on on a six foot ladder, um, and so my body was very upset at me, and I was very tired. And then Tuesday I spent um, another ten hours. Learning a program on 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 security and cameras and stuff. Oh, nice and stuff. And so that was very mentally grueling as well. And so I was very tired after that. And so then we did the show, and my body just shut down. You know, my body actually shut down again this morning. I did the uh, I did the thing that I did last Friday, where I woke up in the morning and then passed out until noon because yep. my body's trying to catch up. I did that again this morning and almost. Almost wasn't on time for work, so. Oh, dang. When did you have to go into work today? Uh, I had to be there at 10.30, and I got there at 10.45. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. So, that was fun. Um, So, yeah. I drove past there today when I was doing the the grueling job I was doing today. What grueling job were you? Oh, you were. I was. You were messing with death. It wasn't so much that it was physically challenging. You were messing with death, though. It was just the worst Death. So there's this thing uh, for those of you maybe who maybe this is like a West Coast thing or something I don't know. I think it's actually an Arizona thing. It might be an Arizona thing, but there's this plant that grows in Arizona. It's actually a bush, and it's called pyracantha, and it is the best um, anti-break-in defense bush that could be ever possibly owned. However. It is literally the worst bush to do any kind of maintenance to in the world. Because So the way it works is that the reason it's the best defense in the world is because it has these giant, like, two, two between one to three inch long um, thorns. thorns on it. Spines. They're, they're, they are like, and they're razor sharp, and they go right through clothes. And, and your leather skin. and your skin. Yep. 
and they are just they are gnarly and it's like thick heavy wood um so the reason is because those actually turn into branches the the prickers actually after they get a certain length then they start growing their own it's actually how the bush grows so it's this great defense because you can't crawl through it because you die yeah um i actually literally pulled out a dead mouse while i was taking care of it really that had been skewered, skewered? several times Oh geez, yeah, he was he was done. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's great for defense, but it's terrible for doing any kind of maintenance too. It is literally the worst thing in the world to do maintenance with um, because you can't get to it. Because you can't do anything with it. You can't like man, you know, like like bushes. You can manhandle bushes. It's just tree. It's just branches. You can break the branches or whatever, and just kind of bear hug the stuff, and it's no big deal. Even like a tree, you can do that with. But you can't do that with this stuff. And so I'm like, I had like two rakes and I had like, I had it like pinched in between the two rakes and I was kind of carrying it around. Um, and then I had to get it into the truck and the truck I was going to use broke down just recently because it's older. Because it's older. So I had to use my dad's new truck, which has a covered bed. So I had to try to get these to go into the, into the bed of the truck under the covered hood without skewering myself. And then my mom had done some, so I didn't have to cut any of this, which was great. It was just whoever had cut it did a terrible, horrible job of it. Um, so then my mom had done some rosebush trimming and we have, so you think like rosebush, you know, think a nice little rosebush. My mom has trellis roses. You know what I mean? Yep. Roses that are for putting on like a trellis. Yep. So they have they grow like really huge stalks. So she has trellis rose bushes in her front yard, and she trimmed them all. But she's getting older, and she can't right take care of the trimmings when she's done with them. So there's been this big pile of rose of rose bush trimmings in the front of my parents' house for like months, and so I had to take care of that as well. And you can't do anything with those because they're covered with rosebush thorns and rosebush thorns are like evil because if you get stabbed by a rosebush thorn the tip breaks off in whatever clothing you're wearing yeah and when you go to put the gloves back on later you get stabbed again because of the rosebush tip yeah which is super fun you know which is great so i it it took me and then to to top it off my mom wasn't really clear as to what so she had we have an older tree, and there's a really old tree in the house, in the yard, and it's slowly been falling apart, and it lost a bunch of branches a couple months ago during a, a big storm, and so it's been sitting in front of my parents' shed, and so I thought that that's what they wanted me to take care of because it's like a big eyesore, and I'm like, okay, I'll come and take care of that. It's no big deal. So it took me about two or three hours into taking care of that stuff for my mom to finally say, well, I really need you to take care of the pyrocantha and the rose bushes, and it was like, thanks. Great. Now that I have no time left because I have another job I have to do, so then I was rushing the whole time. It was it was terrible. It was horrible, terrible, horrible, horrible. So, but it's done now, and all I have to do is go back later and take care of the tree. Indeed. So, but the tree will be easy. And there's and you you have a bunch more stuff to load up and get out of there because I saw a big pile. That's what I mean. The tree. Oh, that's, that's the it. tree. I oh, okay. I I pulled it all out and. 
So and, now it's uh, and organized it. I well most it of it. Like. I prepped most of it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So now I can very easily get it into the truck because I have it all. I wasn't sure what we were going to do with it. That was the other thing is we weren't sure what we were going to do with it because the other truck was broken. So I was starting to to prep everything into bundles. Well, so, uh, now that you're talking about working, um, Saturday we could have done that. However, uh, on a bit of a little bit more of a somber note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this Saturday there is, uh, for those of you who are in the area, from the area, or know people in the area here in the Quad City area, um, there will be a memorial service mm-hmm. um, for Coach Steve Moran, who uh, who was the coach at Bradshaw um, and a health teacher at Bradshaw mm-hmm. when I was there. Um, actually, was a good friend of mine. And he was um, a coach at Prescott, too. And he was a coach at Prescott. So he he did a lot for the community in, in the coaching uh, realm and, and actually, in that area. I just and, found uh, out, um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's lived in this area for a long time, and apparently he was a coach down in Wickenburg as well. Really? Yeah. And so he... Um, so... There's a lot of people that he met He met a lot, too. Um, he definitely... He he impacted us. Yeah, for I mean, sure, no doubt. I had him. Um, I had him as a health teacher. I had him as a health teacher. Um, I kind of wish I'd had him as a coach because my coach is. I've heard I've heard amazing stories about him as a coach. Um, he was a he was a bit of a firebrand. He um, also was the only one at the only coach at Bradshaw to ever walk away with a championship. That is true. So so there's something to be said. There's for something that. to be said about that. But no, he was he was a good guy. Um, probably one of my favorite teachers in school. He was definitely um, my one of my favorite teachers. Without question, one of the most in, – I mean, in the realm of, you know, you have a health teacher, right? You have math teachers and English teachers and all these things, and health is the what? The one class that's a half a year long or whatever. And, There's a couple of them, like um, that, but yeah. And, and you see this one teacher in, in the four-year span. He remembered who I was every time I saw him outside of the school. Yeah, that is true. For I the did. last – I mean, I've been out of school since 2002. I mean, so almost 20 years. Dang. Um, You're old. Every time I saw Coach Moran, I would say, hey, Coach, and he'd go, hey, Luke, how you doing? Every time. And ask me how I was, and we would chat and catch up. And um, and he was just a – he was just a – he was an intuit guy who cared about you as a yeah. person. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, they're doing a memorial for him. It's going to be at the Potter's House uh, Church. Over on um, fifty one ninety five Highway eighty nine, right there on the um, corner of eighty nine, and it starts at one one o'clock. Yeah, so they're having a, so, a private service in the morning. Um, it's it's a long story, but the uh, the family, um, the family has made they they were, the family and, and Coach Moran were actually they were somewhat of friends with some people from our, from the Potter's house. And uh, when this all when all this happened, they uh, the wife, Coach Brand's wife, yeah. asked uh, the the head pastor if they could use the church, and uh, they graciously agreed. Actually, yeah. And uh, it's actually kind of amazing. They're they're putting the whole they're putting the whole day. We the the church does a lot of outreaches yeah. and a lot of different stuff, and they're pretty much putting the whole the whole day on hold for this. Wow. So, so um, the memorial service starts at one then. At one, yeah. Um, and uh, Pod Bros will be there, uh, both of us. Yeah. Um, and 
and we'd uh, we'd love to see you come out and and give your support to the family and and uh, um, yeah, so yeah, yep. Wow, I got really somber on that. My apologies. No, it's all good. Um, it's 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 worthy. He 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 made a big impact. He did. He, he made, made a, a huge he made impact. A big impact. Um, and uh, you know, you never think. I I had nothing but bad exper- a lot of bad experiences in in my schooling, and, especially uh, in high school. Especially in high school, and so um, having a teacher that made a good impact for me was a kind of a novelty, um, and so that was Moran. And there was a couple other ones. Um, there's a you know there's a couple of college professors that I've had that are, you know, they hold a very special heart for me. You know. Um, uh, anyway, so that's Coach Moran, and and that's uh that's uh, that that would be my little um, eulogy for him. Mm, nice. I would say, nice. Um, so on a lighter note, how's the weather look? Oh, the weather, gosh. And while you're looking up for the while you're looking up the weather, I'm gonna pull a total. Um, I'm gonna pull a total news anchor moment here. And do a complete switch from something somber to something ridiculously but light. But first. But first, there's more. So if advertising was truthful, so Taco Bell, also open when you're sober. <laughs> McDonald's, because you only have $4. Starbucks, we, ser- we serve you decaf if you're rude. That's funny. Altoids. Used for anything but holding mints. <laughs> Lay's flavored air. Mm. Girl Scout cookies. Guilt trip cookies. Klondike. All you have to do for a Klondike bar is go out and buy one. Burger King. Have it your way. Eat somewhere else. Hamburger helper, because mom's tired. Surge, sweet, caffeinated nostalgia. Wait, what was that one? Surge. I don't know what that is. Uh, You don't remember Surge? I don't. Mountain Dew, the sports drink for gamers. Yeah, I know that one. Tic Tac, feel like a pill popper. (laughs) Activia, helps you poop. Tyson, almost food. Mac craft mac and cheese. This tab will not open the box. <laughs> Waffle House. It's two a.m. and you're drunk. What are you? What are you laughing at? Do you have something funny? So normally, when I see a, a headline like. Um, like this one. Okay, well, I'm almost finished. So go ahead, go ahead. Fruit stripe tastes good for three seconds. Bugles, edible finger swords. Nice. Hot pockets. Every bite is a different temperature. That's true. That's so true. Ben and Jerry's. Eat away your feelings. Indeed. Okay, go ahead. Also Haagen-Dazs. Also Haagen-Dazs. More Haagen-Dazs than Ben & Jerry's, That's I true. Think. So when I see a headline like this, I'm very skeptical. Okay. Um, racist runway show. Uh, 
mostly as in, wait like as in as in like as in wait what are we talking about runway here so like a like a like a fashion show like a fashion show right. okay so right. i clearly it's one of those things where it's like okay i i need some context here because yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past it's been like oh they were so racist with this and it's like it's a hot chick wearing a wearing a head wearing a native american feather headdress yeah yeah give me a freaking break that's not racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, that's attractive and hot. However. Yeah, okay. However, that is racist. Oh, dear goodness. <laughs> Why? What in the world? <laughs> is that a dude? No, it's a chick. That's a woman? What did they do to her lips? She's got big lips and big ears. Can you see the big ears? No, I can't. See the big ears? It, she looks like Mickey Mouse. Can you see the big ears now? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I don't. What? What is the point? She's also got giant eyebrows. The only thing she's missing is a giant nose. That's what she looks like. That's what she looks like. My brain. My brain just turned on. It's Mrs. Potato Head. That's funny. I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure out what the heck they were going for here. But she clearly looks like, the only thing that's missing is a big nose and blackface. And blackface. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, that's what I was thinking. Because, good Lord. Oh, my gosh. What? What? What is, okay, what could possibly be going through your head? Never mind, they're fashion models. I know exactly what's going through their head. Me? Nothing. I'm starving. That's what they're going through. Yeah, I'm starving. I'm starving. Seriously. So the weather. It is currently 46 degrees right now. It's actually really nice. You notice that? It has been absolutely gorgeous outside, which is why my uh, face is dying with allergies because the change of the season. Because the spring has sprung. Well, good news. Because tomorrow night, it's supposed to start raining. And then it's supposed to snow. And then it's supposed to snow on Saturday night. 100% chance of rain tomorrow, actually, or on, Sunday, on Saturday. 100% of chance? It cha- says 100% chance of snow, of rain. On Saturday. And a 100% chance of snow on Saturday night. And then it's clear and sunny. My guess, though, based on these based on these temperatures is that it probably won't stick. Yeah. It's going to be another thunder snow. Ooh. They're predicting some thunder may also be possible. It's these, you know what it is? It's this it's the increased it's the increased heat that's that that's coming from this. This this year is a particularly intense El Nino. Yeah. Um bigger than most years. That's why Australia's on fire. A lot of those islands that are down there in the South Pacific, there a lot of them are having all sorts of issues. I wouldn't be surprised at all if you saw some major, major monsoon, uh, major um, hurricanes or uh, typhoons, right? Yeah. So they're called typhoons or cyclones or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. Is you have you just it's it's a, an intense El Nino year, and so you you have a ton of snow, and it's very energetic because it has to be especially with snow 
because it's so cold, it has to be extremely energetic for there to be thunder, lightning. Right. So, and if you ever want to, um, if you ever want to know what I'm talking about, look up on YouTube lightning snow or thunder snow. Thunder snow. Thunder snow. There is. It, hopefully, you find the guy. There's a. There's this a, February coming seen, you know, to you know video I'm talking about, right? You. you know what video I'm talking about? Thunder snow. The the forecaster. Uh, who gets all crazy excited about the thunder snow? I don't think I've seen him. And then they did a, shmo, a showmo or whatever the slow mo. No, 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 the one where they they songify it. Oh, they songified it, and it was even funnier. Off, I'll, I'll show it to you after we're done. Indeed, but so I actually I actually got to experience my first thunder snow. I mentioned that the other day. Um, on my way home. So. So while we're talking about fires, fire. I've been following this uh, this locust thing. Fire, in Africa. fire. The what? The locust thing in Africa. No. It's flipping crazy. What is happening? So, um, there are so many locusts. There is. Okay, I have a new segment for our show. Okay. It's going to be the movie go- voice guy. A trailer for the current news or oh, nice. or okay. something like that. So, so we'll start doing that, and we'll actually do a. So I'll explain we'll it. We'll actually and then you can explain movie it, and it. then we'll movie voice it. But it won't be off the fly. We'll actually write it out and have or it off the locust or off the locust. Yeah. So like this January or no wait, what are we in February? It's We're in February. February. It's February, coming to a city near you. Are you afraid of a little thunder? Maybe some lightning coming this February 24th. Thunder snow. It's the 22nd, actually. Beyond that would be Saturday. Mingus Mountain. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't very good. They were going to do the locust thing. I don't know what the locust is. So, anyway, so there, they, there is an unusually large amount of locusts. Like In to the, Africa. To the they're point, eating all of the fruit. To the point where. <laughs> There are swarms of locusts that are bigger than cities. That's terrifying. Yeah, and they fly around and land on stuff. There, there's apparently there's so many of them that they can strip an entire farm clean in three minutes. I'm pretty sure that's a plague level. Yeah, or, it's definitely um, plague level. Yeah. So if you don't think that's bad enough. They've migrated out of Africa into Asia, and they've just reached China. Which means that they're going to catch the virus and spread it. Ding, 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 ding. So how do we kill them? Fire? Can you burn them? Uh, Pesticides, everything. They've been trying everything. Nothing works. There's just so many of them. So, crazy story. Bullets? So, So along with, yeah. What are you gonna? My guess is that fire would probably do it, but so there. So along with all of this stuff, so you, you know the kung flu, uh, the coronavirus, coronavirus. So that predictions was predicted. So there are predictions about. So there have been predictions about this stuff, right? Separate from, of course, the biblical predictions. You're right of. Yeah. Uh, Wars and rumors of wars and pestilences, and pestilences and and disease. Um, so forty years ago, in well thirty nine years ago, but in nineteen eighty one, a guy wrote a book. 
called before I was born called the eyes of darkness something like that really and in the book he talks about a uh, a lung a virus that affects the respiratory system and the bronchial tubes and it's called uh, Wuhan 39 or something like that or 41 or whatever and the reason it's called that is because the chemical lab in Wuhan China was the epicenter and now it's coming to pass. Yeah. So then also on top of that, there was a guy who predicted the locust outbreak in Africa. Really? Yeah. He's actually been predicting it for about five or six years now. He's been warning them that there's going to be this year is going to be an, or la, this was last year, 2019, was going to be an unusually high uh, locust season. Why? What's the science behind it? Uh, so in the in the case of the locusts, it has to do with their breeding patterns. Um, so locusts grow in the ground. Right. Um, they lay their eggs in the ground. Um, and so I guess it's just, it happens to be, my guess is it has something to do with the El Nino because the whole earth is connected to, its, to, to each other. And so my guess is that uh, a shift in the weather pattern. Right. Um, allows more eggs to hatch because there's probably less water. It's warmer or something. There's warmer, or, or maybe there's more water or something like that. More I don't water, know. Yeah, who knows? Depending, on, you know, who who knows the factors? But I know that there are factors involved to where they were able to predict it to within months of it happening. Wow. Um, so uh, they're they're comparing the coronavirus to the Spanish flu in 1910 or 1918 or whatever. Okay. Which and what was uh, significant about that? Thousands of people died. Awesome. It was a it was a global epidemic. So they're comparing the coronavirus the, to the same thing to where it'll be a a global epidemic. Um uh we were we was just talking about this the other day. China has quarantined itself over Fifty million people, seventy. Uh, I can't remember how much it is, but it was it was a crazy huge number of millions of people that have been specifically quarantined because of their fear of the coronavirus. Separate from them, just in general being quarantined, they're not allowed to go out. They're not allowed to meet at all. So, kind of crazy. That's ridiculous. So. Are we at the bottom of the hour? We are, actually. Right on the bottom of the 45 hour? 45 seconds off, but yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, this is Pod Bros. We are Pod Bros. A, a production, production of Sound Bros. Sound Predictions. So, dun, dun, dun. on a slightly lighter note, uh, my my very good friend, uh, Ralph Blanco, ah, Blanco, showed me a picture this morning of the first... Uh, effects of the coronavirus in Mexico. And it was a picture of a Mexican passed out in in the middle of a bunch of kegs of corona. <laughs> it was terrible and hilarious. And hysterical. That's really funny. So. And shebang! Commercial! commercial. <laughs> nice. All right, so we're halfway through. we got to talk about something else for another half an hour. Should we do puns again? <laughs> no. Oh. We should we should actually put in some effort here. Oh, effort. Puns are like a puns are like a cheap cop out. 
They really are, and it's wonderful. I love it. I mean, it is wonderful, but, you know. Well. Well. I'm trying to think of something to talk about that's not, you know, racially charged. My feet hurt really bad. My feet are killing me right now. My feet have actually hurt since our trip to New Jer- to New York. Really? Yep. Oh, because all the walking we did? No, I think it was the stairs, actually. I think I might have damaged something in my feet. What stairs? All of the stairs in New York. What stairs? Thank you. Everything is stairs in New York, by the way. Literally everything is stairs. It's very annoying. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. I feel like you're in a Catholic church. (laughs) Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, 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 lay down, get up, stand up, sit down, roll over, play dead, (laughs) squat, (laughs) squat, stand, up, downs, up, downs. Uh, all right, go get some water. Good work, everyone. Go get some water. Can I drink this? No, just splash it on your forehead, your chest, oh, come on. and each shoulder. <laughs> this is terribly We're hilarious. horrible. We're so bad right now. Wait, is uh, that all this is? Is this why Catholic people are so fit? Because of their church service is a workout? Hey. Went to mass, lost 45 pounds. All right. Uh, I'm on the Catholic diet. I used to be Mormon, then I switched to Catholic. I lost 45 pounds. That then was, I switched back to Mormon. That was just... Because, you know, 45 of the pounds, polygamy that was thing. just one of your wives. That's brutal, man. <laughs> speaking of which, did you see Wait, what just... speaking of which? How is this a segue? This is totally a segue, and I was How? hoping that you would go there, and How you did. How is this a segue? So, in Utah, the Utah State Senate... Just unanimously passed decriminalization of polygamy. Well, apparently I'm moving to Utah. Instead of it being a class three felony, it's it now is now a $750 fine. One time? I guess. Wow. Only, only if both adult parties are consenting. So the husband and the first wife... Have to consent to the th- second wife. And the second wife has to consent as well. And if they're underage, yeah. it's still a class three felony. Wait, 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 what? If they're underage? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that was a thing. That's the thing the Mormons do. I forgot that was a thing. You know. It's, it's difficult to keep up because you have the Mormon church and then you have the fundamentalists who still believe in polygamy. And then you still have some regular Mormons that believe and then you, in polygamy. And then too. you have the Mormons that are like, no, polygamy was never part of it. And you're like, um, I don't know what history you're reading, but I know more of your history than you do, apparently. And then you're like, don't and you, you know why they called him Brigham Young? Because he liked you to bring, bring him, him young. young. <laughs> bring him often. <laughs> bring him young, bring him often. Anyway, oh, that's horrible. It's terrible. We've gone really far on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're making fun of, of religions now, of so religion. we might as well so, just keep going. Well, we've hit Catholic. We've hit Mormons. Jesus only. <laughs> That's all we need to say. Um, <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah. Do you want some cookies? <laughs> yeah. We uh, have Jemima's Witnesses. Jemima's Witnesses. <laughs> you guys want some pancakes? You guys want some flapjacks? <laughs> We're from the church of Aunt Jemima. Yeah, Aunt Jemima. 
I actually, I actually support you guys regularly. <laughs> Come on in. Actually, I haven't had pancakes in a while. We could make pancakes. We could you want to make some pancakes. We could make some pancakes. You have to get up early. I do have to get up early. But anyway, we might have to cut this show short so that you can go. I thought they were called the Jehovah Witnesses. Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> have you ever heard of being a homosexual? No. Did I talk about this already on the I show? Think so. Dating someone with the express purpose of having a place to live? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's still good, though. It every is good. time. All right. We if talk there about... are any hobo, I, I have to say this. Okay. I have to say this. If there are any homosexual women out there, I have an open house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was that too desperate? Did I come off too desperate? You still have to pay him rent, though. Yeah, you have to pay rent. Yeah. So in and, that case, and, it. And we're not dating. In that case, it'd be more like a Bordeaux. Bordeaux? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That brings up a point. Oh, that brings up another a point. segue. Another segue. Mm. Yeah. California just introduced a bill oh, okay. um, to require uh, porn stars, um, cam girls, prostitutes. Um, they're required now to get a license, a specific license, to ply their trade. To ply, strong air quotes, their trade. Ply, ply their trade. Um, and uh, and be part of a um, – they have to go through a two-hour training. How do you train for that? <laughs> um, all I can think of right now is Firefly. That's literally all I can think of right now. I know, right? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hanging on. I'm trying to find it. There it is. Okay. California bill. I'll read it. I'll just read it. Okay, go. This is off of uh, Reason.com, and it was posted on the 20th of uh, February 2020. So two twenty 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 twenty. Nice. Anyway, uh, California bill would it's require right now. Also, sorry. Occupational you. licenses for porn actors, strippers, and cam girls. Mm. Adult performers are outraged at the proposed licensing requirements. Outraged and have vowed to fight the bill. In a very California story, interunion drama appears to be a to be. Um, marring the introduction of a bill that would require porn stars to get business licenses. On Tuesday, uh, Lorena Gonzalez, Democrat from San Diego, and Christina Garcia, Democrat from Bell Gardens, introduced introduced Assembly Bill 2389. The bill would require adult entertainers, entertainers, video performers, including webcam performers, to obtain a business license and complete a state-mandated training course before being allowed to apply their trade. Requirements for the training would be developed by the state's Department of Industrial Relations. <laughs> Industrial Relations. Um, which would, in turn, be advised Giggity. by a new 10-member governor-appointed board composed of two adult film actors, three dancers, two medical doctors, a therapist, and a money manager. This wow. training would be a minimum of for, two hours. It, the last one, by the way, the other term for that is pimp. Pimp, yeah. Continue. The The training would be a money minimum. Money manager. I'm a money, money manager. manager. 
The training would be a minimum of two hours and will re- will provide information on reporting workplace injuries, sexual harassment, and sex trafficking. Adult performers would be required to cover the cost of this training. They have to pay for the training. The bill would also require that they be fingerprinted. This bill uh, was, according to staff members for Garcia's office, first proposed by the International Entertainment Adult Union, um, a union representing strippers, adult actors, and adult film, film crews, much to the chagrin of some of its chapters. They, that, I love the writing in this so far. Ply. Ply your trade. Do you ply your trade? Well, you know why they're writing it this way. What? Because if you wrote it any other way, it would sound exactly like what it is. Which is what we're doing. Anyway. Um, so they raised a number of concerns, including that it would, by only making licenses provisions for those 21 and older, bar sex workers under 21 from the industry. They also expressed concern that the bill could force some performers to submit to licensing inspections at their homes if that's also their primary place of business. Uh, anyway, so that's primary the idea. place of business. Well, they are regulated by the Industrial Commission. Industrial Commission. I just think it's funny. Industrial stuff. Money manager. Money manager. What do you do for a living? I'm a money manager. Okay, so here's a here's a here's so, a better oh, story. No, no, you can't just read the story and then move on. Oh no, we're moving on. No, 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 it's, we, it's no, over. It's no, done. no, we have it's to talk done. about this. It's we, done. we need to talk about this. Shaquille so, O'Neal shoes. No, no, no. So, no, 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 no. We have to talk about this. So here's the problem with that. I don't want to. The problem is is that the porn industry isn't based in California. It's based in Las Vegas, Nevada. Is it really? That's where most of the porn industry is based in. I didn't know that. I mean, there is a good portion of it based in California, which is probably why they're pushing for a bill like that in California. Well, they're but they're the ones who. Have how been do you how do you regulate a anyway. bill like that? You do have you, to watch something. Do you have a bunch of horny teenagers? All right, this is your job. You got to make sure that they're regulated. Uh, excuse me, sir. Gosh, can you put your pants back on? I'm sorry. I was just I was watching this, and she doesn't have a license, so. Okay, we need to put some curtains in here for these guys. Sorry, I just all I can think of is I feel bad for the NSA agent who looks at my porn, looks at my internet history. <laughs> what did, uh, looks at your what? My internet history. Internet history. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just this is these are all the things that are going through my head. Yeah. Besides, separate from that, the libertarian in me is like, so. These people that are starting their own business, the cam girls, right? Strong air quotes. You're going to force them to get a license to do their business. So the government is, you're now requiring, the. you're going to require the government. Wait, does this make the government the pimp? Just like it makes the government the drug dealer? Oh, snap. Which would make which California. Which is why the government. Which, which would make why- California. <laughs> A drug dealer and a pimp, which a would fit. Drug dealing pimp, which would fit. Yeah, their most of their you know politicians. So continue. Let's, All right, uh, let's All right jump. I'm good. I got that let's out of my jump, system. Can we jump stories? I got, I got that out of my system. Jumping Go ahead, stories. Continue. There is a principal who uh, put a flag ban at his school. Nice. 
And the students mm-hmm. arrived in a caravan. Excellent. With their American flags. Justice. Uh, this is a. They're, they're doing a lot of talky talky in the story. Nice. Of course they are, because it's a very simple issue of uh, violation of the Franklin County. In Franklin County, uh, we have some upstanding Wait, young Franklin Americans. Franklin County, where? Virginia. Wow. Yep, that sounds about right. Virginia is that is the battleground state right now. Right now, yep. Anyway, uh, according to the Virginia-based cable channel BTW21, a mother of one of the students at Franklin County High School said it began when her son realized he w- he was getting into uh, with her son realizing he was getting in trouble. My son called me from school saying that he saw an administrator around his truck and is now being called into the office. The woman said her son and two of his friends were told they could no longer fly American flags on their vehicles because it was, quote, offensive and, quote, disruptive. This was Monday of last week. On Tuesday, this is what happened. And it is a picture of no less than seven trucks, all of them with the American flag on their bumpers. Excellent. Uh, this is what we can gather, a convoy, convoy showing the kind of support that Old Glory got in just 24 hours. If they thought they had offensive and disruptive before, they've got a lot more of it in just 24 hours. And it's a great video. Um, uh, so they're, they're, pl- they're playing the Star Spangled Banner. Um, so they they uh, it doesn't say whether or not they... Got away with it or not, or or what happened? Nice. That's cool. That's a cool story. I mean, it's a terrible story, but it's a cool story. Oh, he ha- no. Here's the answer. He has apologized to the boys, and told them that it is not against the rules to fly their flag on their truck. Apparently, it was a bis- big misunderstanding that they should that oh, should have never it was gotten a big this far. misunderstanding. Oh yes, yes. Let's it was back. A big misunderstanding. Yes, let's yeah, backpedal. Yeah. Right. Instant Your flag backpedal. is offensive and disruptive. How is that a big misunderstanding? That's something I've never understood. You know, that was something I had an issue with in when I went to school because uh, some of the things that they banned from us wearing, they, they had like this whole list of things we weren't allowed to wear. And one of the things we weren't allowed to wear was um, uh, stuff with old the old English uh, graphic. You yep. know, the yep. – uh, what is that? The font? Old English font? Yeah, yeah. So what happens if someone wears a Constitution, picture of the Constitution on their shirt? Yeah, it's got the Old English font on it. Yeah, so my favorite part about that is that the seniors, the senior uh, sweatshirt that year, yeah, had everything was in, old, was, in a, was in Old English font. Awesome. It was hysterical. So how do you feel about bullying? This is this is a uh, this is a complicated question. I know, or it's a complicated answer, I should say, because bullying in the very traditional sense of bullying, I actually think is a necessity of school. Okay, and I think it's a necessity of school because in the world, in the real world, there are people who are bullies, and as who are going to take advantage of someone else, who are going to cause either emotional or physical pain to someone. And as individuals in a society like ours, we must learn to rise up and fight against how about oppression. Over, how about over the top ridiculous bullying? So so let me let me finish before you ask your next question. What I don't agree with 
is someone saying that you making a statement about, you know, someone's sexual orientation. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's... That's not bullying. He's... We're talking about real bullying. I'm talking about, I'm talking about legitimate, like, give me your lunch money. Okay. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Go ahead. What we're, what we're talking about is we are talking about pre PC non-snowflake actual bullying. Right. That's what we're talking about. Okay. That's what we're talking about. That's what I was trying to clarify. Because PC snowflake, everything hurts my feelings. That's not bullying. Grow up. Grow a pair and deal with it. But what what I'm talking about is bullying somebody for the sake of bullying someone because you are petty and small, i.e. picking on someone who has a disability. Yeah, that, like I said. It, That's actual bullying. It, it's unfortunately, and I know that this is not a very popular view, but it's a necessity. It is. It's a necessity in that it needs to facilitate and that and that person being bullied needs to fight back. Well, and if they can't fight back, it then needs to others need to fight back for them. Back. The or, problem is, or the problem is, this is the issue. Since we've opened this can of worms, we're going to go there. Indeed. The issue is, is that now we live in a PC snowflake generation, and so you have someone who's bullying, right? Probably most likely verbally, not physically at all. It's just verbal bullying, but no one can rise up. Well, you're not allowed. And stop that person. Yeah, no, that, they're not. They're not allowed to. That started, the, the not allowed started when I was in school. Yeah, we were. And I remember when dad went to school and I remember him ripping into my principal because I was being bullied and I fought back and as, I got in trouble. As is your right. As a matter of fact, when I worked at Walmart. And it changed me. They had to, they had to tell us over and over and over again. Under federal law, you have the right to defend yourself. Yes. However, if you do, you'll be fired from Walmart. No, 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 not at all. Absolutely oh, not. Really? No, absolutely not. They they tell you it's the the uh, a uh, an active shooter situation is what they call it. Oh, okay. And uh, you have to use the um, you have to use the the acronym AD, avoid, deny, defend. Got it. So if you can avoid the person, great. That's great. If you can deny the person, so like lock yourself into a room where they can't get to you, that's great as well. If neither of those options are available, you absolutely have the right to defend yourself, and you need to defend yourself. Avoid, deny, defend. I like that. Yeah, it's actually it was developed by a, a, like a school in Texas. Okay, so now that we've discussed this and we've gotten to where we where we stand, let me tell you the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. So um, I don't know when the when the video went viral. Um, but there was a video of a little boy um, that was nine years old, and he's a dwarf. He's okay. got dwarfism. Mm-hmm. So he's got the giant head and the tiny little body. And the stumpy right? arms and, and he, everything. And he's got, that, he's got that look on, you know, yeah, that yeah. look on, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the dwarf face. The dwarf face. And he, he was getting bullied. Right. In school. And to the point where he got in his mom's car one day, and his mom videoed him, um, and this is what went viral, was the video, and it was of him crying and wishing to die. Good Lord. Because he had been bullied to that point. Okay. Now, I'm going to interject here, and let's let's be clear. What we are talking about is the fact that this poor little boy is to the point of wanting to commit suicide or be dead because he is being bullied is because yeah. he cannot fight back. 
because if he does, he gets in trouble. And, his and fr- he should have every right to take those bullies and pound them into the dirt, but he can't. So his only recourse is to get into his mom's car at the end of the day, and, completely destroyed, and want to die. And his friends should be allowed to defend him as well. And his friends should. So this is what has happened to this little boy. Brad Williams, the uh, famous dwarf comedian, right. caught wind of it. Of course, because it went viral. And he raised um, over $25,000 for that little boy, and they're sending him to Disneyland. Cool. So his name is Quaden. Um, So he set up a GoFundMe uh, to send Quaden and his mom to Disneyland. All expenses paid with a goal of $10,000 was the original goal. He brought in... uh, over twenty five thousand, and the last I read, actually, it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like thirty thousand. So they're going to bless this little kid, right? Okay, which is awesome. But once again, this brings it back down to the issue of, and I I haven't actually seen the video, but I can tell you, just by the picture of this boy's face, I want to get my hands on his bullies, and, and I and I want to deal that's, with them. That's that is the issue here is that. That's his face on the le- on the, on the right hand side. I can see it. Yeah. No. Th- this is the this is the issue is that um, the response should be an aggressive response. It should. Um, and this is I think this plays into the issue of well, this whole. Were you bullied? Whole... Were you bullied in school? No. Why not? Why not? Uh, two reasons. I was bigger than everyone, and I was friends with everyone. Okay. Were you bullied anywhere else? Uh, Maybe once or twice. You were bullied at home, though, at one point. Yeah, but that's different. Okay, but let's let's assume for a moment. And, and, and let's be clear that as soon as I had the ability to fight back. Thank you. That's where I was going. So from a certain family member, there was a constant pick on. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. And when did that stop? Uh, after I almost ripped his neck open and then I backed him into a wall later on. Right. And why? Because you had had enough. Because I'd had enough and I was bigger than stronger than him. So I, being the oldest, and we've discussed this a little on the show that I used to torture you guys when Mm -hmm. when we were younger. Um, For everyone listening, just so that we're all on the same page. So (laughs) So that I... Just for my own conscience and because it is the truth. I love my brothers very, very much. Um, but we're also guys and we, you know, and I was overboard. That being said, when I was younger, before Nick was ever around, before Vince was ever around, and before Isaac was ever around, I was constantly picked on. Always. Nice. I was always the smallest. Then my brother Isaac was born um, four years after I was. I was four. Um, and when I got into school... I was small, funny looking or whatever, had a fun name that everybody could pick on, and I was that kid that Mm -hmm. the kids picked on. I was not popular. I was not the fun guy. I was not any of that. Well, I mean, I don't know if I was or not, but I got picked on. And I can tell you that in my first grade, what changed was when the bully was done picking on me, he went and picked on another girl, a girl in the class Mm -hmm. and I broke his nose Mm -hmm. because he picked on a girl. Right. 
And he became one of my good friends and stopped bullying people. Right. And every time that happened to me, you picked on me, pushed me to my limit, and then I would fight back mm. and they would stop being a bully. Right. That being said, um, I have people, and I'm not going to say any names for their protection's sake, of course, uh, but I have people that I very much remember the 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 times that I got jumped, right, in middle school. Right. Um, and the times that I had to fight off and felt like I was fighting, quote unquote, for my life. Right. And when you fast forward, I got big. I'm short, but I'm big. Mm -hmm. I'm solid. Um, and I learned to fight. And <clears throat> there was a time when I worked at a nightclub and one of these gentlemen that I had had a fight with growing up came into the club and looked at me with a look of terror on his face. And when I asked him about it, he said, you don't remember the last time we had an altercation and this was in middle school. And so, you know, this is years down the later from middle school. Right. And he regaled me with the story that I remember me being jumped by him and eight of his friends. Right. And he tells the story as they were lucky they got away because I was crazy. And right. Was of course. Beat them all down or whatever. And I don't remember that because that's not how it played out for me. Right. It's the I was purely defending myself. Um, but that guy is now a, I, I would say I would consider him a friend. Right. You know, and here we are down the road. And, and of course, there's maturity and, and age that comes in all that stuff. But what I'm saying is, is that we live in a current culture and the ridiculousness of not allowing nature to play it safe, to play itself out. There are certain things that have to be done. When you are bullied, you have to fight back. When a woman, if you're a man and you're listening to my show and you don't understand what being a man is, if you see a woman being taken advantage of, you step in and you defend her. That's being a man. It's called chivalry. It's called chivalry. And we've we've gotten away from that in our culture, and we've and we now have this whole thing of oh well you know we're toxic, this that and the other toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity and it's garbage. Yeah. And toxic masculinity is why this poor little boy. Um, it's wonderful that they raised that money for him and that they're going to send him to Disneyland, but it doesn't fix the fact that this poor little boy. There are people in the world that could give a rip. And we'll pick on him all the way through his life. Right, of course. And he doesn't know how to deal with it. Right. Because he's never been allowed. True story. So, this has been Dr. Luke. <laughs> Dr. Luke. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> anyway, I think that's the end of our show. Uh, I, I, or we're uh, pretty close to it, I at mean, least. We're, we're, we're at the end, but I just... I don't know. I guess I guess I have a, a different perspective, at least on on my personal perspective on bullying, because uh, I like I said I never really got bullied in school. I never really got picked on in school. Well, you were um, bigger. But you the, were much bigger. But the other thing is that when when I was little, my mom always our mom always used to tell us, "Nick, you're going to be the biggest." She always did used to tell tell us that, and I don't know why she said that because you weren't big when we were kids. You were kind of tiny. 
but I'm the biggest, though. You are the biggest, no doubt. But what's funny is that all through my years in school, I always remembered that. I'm going to be the biggest. And so it didn't matter how big or small anyone else was. I'm the biggest. doesn't matter if you're bigger and taller than me. I'm the biggest. I'm the biggest. And um, and I know that that's not necessarily a good perspective for someone to have because you, especially for a smaller person, you can end up with like a Napoleon complex. Right. Um, which Napoleon was actually not very short. He was actually 5'7". He just hung out with uh, Jefferson and and every now and again, and Jefferson was, you know, 6'5", so he seemed a little short. Well, he wasn't 6'5". Napoleon but... was 5'7"? Yeah, he was. I missed that in my study yeah, of him. He was, he was regular height. He was Italian. Yes, he was. He was actually, he was actually um, almost average height, 5'7", 5'6", wow. something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's just that people like Jefferson were 6'2", or 6'3", or something like that. And then guys like Washington, George Washington was like 6'5". Wow. He was he was as tall as a th- he was as tall as the he could I think he could almost climb into his horse standing on the ground. Oh, he was huge, George Washington. Yeah. yeah, there's 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 paintings of him where he's almost standing abreast with the horse. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he was a big dude. Actually, a lot of the a lot of the uh, American uh, the American signers were big people like that. And then of course you had guys like Adams that were short. Yes, um, but firebrands. Well, of course they were. They were Americans, um, as we all should be. But I guess I guess that's just my perspective. And it's funny because I was talking to someone the other day who's who's a tall person, and I've always wanted to be six foot. I don't know why six feet is just like it's the perfect height. I guess in my brain, um, I disagree. But continue. But I, well, I'm five nine, so I'm I'm within three inches. Shoes. Yeah, right? Of course. No, so I, I was telling them that, and they're like, Nick, you don't need any more height. You're intimidating enough as it is. I don't want to imagine what you would be like three inches taller. And, it's like, and that's it's funny because that just came into my head just a minute ago when you were talking about this because it's like I have that air, and you have that air too. Actually, most of us in the family have that. I do. That, I do, but I'm shorter than everybody. And so but it it's doesn't kind matter of a, though. But, but I, I will say that I have noticed that from people – um, so I, I do security in different places, and so I, I did security uh, today, actually, mm-hmm. um, at the AIA basketball. Um, and I was the roamer. I walked around the, the right. building. Right, right. Um, which, by the way, 15,661 steps. Sweet. Um, today, which is a ridiculous amount. Also, keep in mind, my steps are half the size of a normal step because I have a 24-inch inseam. So nice. I did double the work. All right. So um, <laughs> continue. So my 15,000 steps is actually more like 30,000 steps for a normal tall person. So, anyway, continue. Um, so uh, and, and I noticed that, that I get a mixed reaction. So I get the authority, the authority and the intimidation of – just me, right. right, and who I am, and I and I've got my gut, you know, and I've got a little bit of fat. I got a lot of fat on me, um, and I kind of a chubby, um, but I have that authority. But I also get the, I feel authority from this guy, but wait, he's short, and so right. there's, right. I I get I get a confused response a lot of times, um, well, until I'm, I smile, and then they go, oh, okay, he's serious, but he can probably handle his own, and I don't want to get in a fight with this right. guy. And, and I've also noticed to. something very interesting when both of us are together. Okay. Is that there's an entirely different dynamic when both of us are together. That is true. 
because we're very we're very similar to each other in appearance. We are, and we also compliment back and forth on each other a lot. Yeah, and when we're walking, and I, I've I've actually air, air wise, like yeah. we we yeah. And I've also someone was mentioning this to me the other day because they were they were hanging out with us and they were like, when you guys walk together, <laughs> it's like you are two parts of one person. Oh, really? And I I guess I never thought about it, but we tend to cover each other's flanks. You know, actually, now that you mention it, we did that without even thinking about it until we mentioned that we were doing it. Right. In New York City. And and without f- without even and the police officer took a step back and walked the other direction. Yeah. Did you notice that? I did. Well, it's people people aren't used to I mean, are they especially in New York, they're not used to that sort of mindset. Oh, and the fact that we didn't say a single word. Yeah. It was it was purely understood body language that just went. Yeah. You know. The other side of that too is that we I mean we I've heard people talk about going to New York City and they're getting jostled around by people and whatnot. I did we get bumped into it was it was a wide berth. We had a wide berth the entire time. Yeah, it was there was Yeah. There was very little of people getting even close to us. Yeah. And if yeah. they did, we're from Arizona. And in Arizona you make eye contact with everyone. Yep. And they would make eye contact and look down and walk away. Yeah. They couldn't handle making eye contact. Yep. It's funny because here you, you you walk around, you make eye contact with someone, you're going to get a nod. A smile. If you're close enough, you're going to get a hey, how's it going? Right. Yep. It's just the yep. nature of it. Yep. It's, I guess it's the wild and west. An, and inevitably a smile. Yeah. And when you don't get a smile, you're like, oh, what's wrong with them? Or you get or, a serious. okay? No, you get a serious look and a nod, and it's like, yeah. all right. Yeah. We're on, the, we're on the same page. Yeah, we're on. You know what's going on. Well, we had a guy today, so I, I was roaming around, and I was with the head of security, and then me, and then- uh, we had a guy jump over the the railing nice. into the bowl nice. at the at the game because uh, there was so there was a, uh, two two teams the Apaches and the are the Warriors and the Mustangs the Mustangs had been winning the entire game by a by a good twenty points okay and then in the last five they lost they it they came back tied it went into overtime and lost wow um, and of course. My personal, this is my personal view, when that happens in a basketball game or in any sports game, I don't believe it's so much the team rallying for a win, which I do believe is possible, but I believe that a lot of it is bad refereeing because they were calling stuff that was like, what are you doing? You're literally giving the other team the the win here. Anyway, so the guy on the losing team was a little upset. Jumped down and beelined for where the referees went outside. Nice. And so uh, the head of security and I, of course, were on it. And so we're following him out, and he turned into the concourse, and we and he called and uh, the the uh, the supervisor called his name, called his name, called his name, and finally he kind of glanced over his shoulder because um, he was ignoring him. So he glanced over his shoulder, and I saw his demeanor change. Because he saw the the first guy and the and the the head of security is a tall he's a big guy right um, bigger tall you know I- intimidating ish uh, with a you know he's got a, a like a black beard or whatever and then saw me and realized that the two of us were together and we were ready beelining it for him we were beelining it yeah. for him and his and he he shifted his demeanor changed so he went back inside he cooled down and then I went and talked to him afterwards um, and actually he apologized. 
nice. <laughs> for for acting the way he was acting. But but you are you know that I you know that's it is how it goes when and, you have. And we've even had there is an authority there that you and, speak and, with it. And we've even had it. we've even had here walking down downtown. Yep, where we've had people literally physically react like, "I don't want any trouble, guys." It's like. We're just hanging out. We're just walking, man. I'm just walking down Whiskey Row. I don't, I don't know problem? what's wrong with you. Right. Yeah. But I'm not doing, I'm not here trying to cause a problem. So I used to be, years and years and years ago, I used to be a bouncer, right? I right. Was a, I was a security at a nightclub. So I was downtown one night waiting for you to be done with whatever you were doing. So I right. decided I would hang out downtown. Oh, that's right. You I don't story. go to bars. I don't drink. Um, I don't do any of that anymore. But I was standing outside of Matt's. I am not dressed like a security. And, and Matt's okay. Clarify. Matt's what? is one of the main saloons on Whiskey Row. So Whiskey Row, for those of you who don't know, uh, Pre- the Prescott area, uh, Montezuma Mon- Street. Montezuma Street. There is a section of it called Whiskey Row. Called Whiskey Row. It's between. And it is. Uh, it's between Gurley and, and Goodwin. Goodwin, and it's been called Whiskey Row for a hundred and fifty years. Yep, because it's been literally bar after bar after bar all the way down the road. There's so. somewhere in the neighborhood of like, I think now it's more it's it's only like six bars maybe. Yeah, a lot um, of it. But at one point now, it was yeah. like fifteen. I yeah. mean it was a lot. So anyway, Matt's is one of the oldest standing cowboy saloons on on, uh, how, how on Whiskey old is it? Row. I think it's the oldest up there with the palace. So like a hundred and so it's a hundred and something years old. Yeah, it's been there for a while. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm standing there just talking to the the bouncer at the front door. Just, I'm just making conversation. We're just chatting and laughing, you know. I am not dressed like security. I'm dressed like me, right? You're dressed like security, but continue. I'm not wearing the red. You're not wearing shirt. Their security Strike shirts. That. Their security shirt. So anyway, you are dressed like security dresses. Though. I was standing continue. outside of Matt's for about two hours, and in that two hours, I had every single person that came up to the door to go into the bar hand me the license first. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid who's the bouncer standing at the door looks over at me and he goes, I, I would ask, I, he's like, I'm really enjoying this, but I, I don't know what to, like, and they would be like, hey, is it okay if I could do, you know, if I do this or like, can we go and come back? And they're asking, they're asking me the questions. Right. They're not asking the bouncer the question. They're asking me the questions. But they're all the same answers though. And I gave all the answers and he's like. He just sat there and just enjoyed himself. It was hysterical. So we got a, we got a two-hour show. It was and a lot of fun. He got paid for it, and he got paid for it. Yep. So, but we have that, and we enjoy it. So, and on that note, for real, yeah. Let's 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 finish it off. Sorry, I for, I didn't realize how late it was. Well, I'm caring more about you here. I don't have to be. Up oh no, I don't mind. I I wanted to give a little bit more. Okay. Since so, the last one, we kind of went short. We did, and we we've did. only done two this week. So indeed, I figured we're we, probably not going to do one tomorrow. Give them an give them an extra, you know, ten fifteen minutes. Indeed. So this has been Sound uh, Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros of Productions. Sound Bros Productions LLC, and we actually do have our licensing and all that fun stuff. Yay! So spirit fingers. Jazz hands. I have to say it because you can't see it. Jazz so. hands. Couscous. Skittles. Couscous. Skittles. Anyway. Um, <laughs> With that being said, yeah, thank you. <laughs> With that being said, Ooh. if you need uh, to do any recording, yep. if you want to come in and play your guitar and sing a song. For the show? No, I mean for if you want to come into a studio. Oh, if you want to do a we studio, our, we studio have our, time. We, yep. have our, uh, we have our makeshift studio set up. We have some uh, 
there's some discounted rates right now since it's because not, it's the makeshift studio. It's the makeshift studio, so so drop us a come drop us a DM and we'll uh, let us know, and we'll we'll get you in. We'll, we'll get you we'll, on the schedule we'll and get up. you in here. Um, we hope you learned something today. Because if you're not learning, you're dying. So, so as alive. we stay in Podbro's land. Oh, since we, as we say, as we say, you know, because we're plying our trade. Yes, but you have a license though to ply <laughs> your trade. I do. I do. <laughs> did you did you do your two hour survey with Giggity. the money manager with the money man a strong air quotes my pimp I uh, I'm gonna start calling my banker my pimp my pimp I work in the uh, what was the the uh, industrial <laughs> yeah, commission gotta, good lord oh anyway gosh. we we hope you learned something if you're not learning <laughs> something you're dying so stay, stay alive. alive.